Hey there, I'm Kelly Lyons, and I spent 12 years binge eating, yo-yo dieting, and being food obsessed to finally listening to my body and being in control around food. And I've helped thousands of women all over the world do the same. And if you've ever thought, I just want to eat like a normal person, then you are in the right place and you most definitely are not alone. I'm dropping the tried and true secrets that go way beyond the food, the real talk stuff that the diet industry doesn't want you to know. So if you are done with starting your diet over every Monday, cozy on up and let's get started because I am here to show you how to stop letting food control your life so you can finally live it. This is the Food Freedom Society podcast. Hello, friend. Welcome to this episode of the Food Freedom Society podcast. I am so excited you're here. And I'm so excited for this episode because we're going to talk about other people. (laughs) And I don't mean in the way of causing drama, but I am talking about all things when it comes to Thanksgiving and what people say and how people react to you and people who just love to comment on what other people are eating. I know them. I'm sure you know them. To be honest, you may even be one of them. And that's totally fine. There is no judgment here. But today, we are going to talk about kind of like how to create a shield of armor around those types of people. Now, this is really, really important for Thanksgiving because many of us are with family, friends, and people we love. That said, if you do not celebrate Thanksgiving or if you did already, if you're from another area, This episode is still really, really important because these tips that we're going to be talking about can be used for any situation when you're around other people. So again, there is no judgment on who these people may be in your life or if you have them or maybe you used to be one of them. But one of the things I really want to stress about is why we struggle with this because If you are here and you struggle with binge eating and overeating, and again, you listen to this podcast, so I'm sure that you have at some point in your life, the thought or the anxiety regarding what other people are going to be saying to you based on how you look, what you're wearing, what you eat, the good old, ooh, you're having seconds, that can cause us to binge in the moment. Because so many times when we are trying to get past binging, one of the reasons we do it is because we are worried about something in the future that hasn't happened yet, or we're dwelling on the past. So when we stay in the moment, it's it's a much better chance to just listen to our bodies and stay away from binging. But around the holidays, that fear or worry, especially if we haven't seen these people in a while, can cause us to eat. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about not only what those people are, what they mean to us in our lives, but also we're going to take a really, really hard look at ourselves. And I'm going to talk about why that's so important. And then, of course, I'm going to leave you with some tips on what to say when people just get up all in your business. (laughs) But the one thing I want to say is no matter what you leave with this or no matter what you um, think about this episode or whatever you walk away from, The one thing I want you to know is you have the power to control whatever way your mind goes. So many times somebody says something to us and we lose our mind. I am raising my hand. You can't see it, but that is me, right? And we have to recognize we get to choose how we respond. So Again, this is a little like Thanksgiving based, but I think this episode is important for any time we are around people. 
So let's start this on a positive note. When it comes to people that um, tend to be food pushers, let's start off well. <laughs> let's not like rip anybody apart right now. But first things first, food is such a sign of love to so many people, especially if it's very deep-rooted in their culture, somebody making food for you is a sign of love and appreciation, and that is their love language. So we have to recognize, are those people in our lives, and are they making food for us or commenting on what we're eating or pushing us to eat food that we may not want as a sign of love? And if that's the case, we can kind of take a step back, and that doesn't mean you have to eat it, but we can see that their intentions are good. So that's the first thing. I want you to sit back and recognize. I want you to think of maybe who's some someone who does this in your life and recognize, okay, what are their intentions, right? Sometimes their intentions may be good, right? They do it out of love. It is their love language. They are so excited to make this for you. Or they are doing it with a not so great intention, basically trying to call you out or comment on how you're on your third diet or, you know, oh, I'm on this diet. How are you getting seconds? Right. So I want you to recognize where these comments are rooted from. And if you're like, Kel, I don't even know what you're talking about. Here are some of the comments that I've experienced or I see people get a lot or this is what we worry about before we go into this holiday setting, making comments about you getting seconds, you eating too much, you not eating enough. Oh, you gained weight. Oh, you lost weight, right? Some A lot of times we think that's a positive, but it's just people commenting on our body and there's really no space for that. Or, wow, you're getting two slices of apple pie. Oh, you're not eating any dessert. It's like that thing. I think it was Jennifer Aniston, who I absolutely adore. And it, I am not invested in pop culture whatsoever. So someone please let me know on Instagram if I was completely off base with this. But somebody said, uh, it's like you get the comments whether you gain weight or you get the comments that you lost weight. There is minimally any comments from these type of, of people that, that have nothing to do with your weight. So again, it may have been Jennifer Aniston. It may not have been. I have no idea. But I think that's really important and really profound to actually think about. So if you notice these comments, they go both ways. They're positives, but they're also negatives. You're eating too much. You're not eating enough. Wow, you're getting seconds. Ooh, you're only having one plate. Good for you. And <laughs> It's like we have all this mental drama around food, but for some reason, it's very ingrained in other people. So what I want you to recognize is one, their intentions. And then the next step is no matter what their intentions is, we have to answer neutrally because people with maybe the not best intentions, here is what happens when you are listening to your body or maybe you're leaving food on your plate or you're you know not jumping to the charcuterie board and crushing it maybe like you used to in the past and when you are eating a certain way a lot of times it holds up a mirror to other people and it's okay well if that person's eating this way then i should be doing this and then they may not feel good about themselves the big takeaway here is it is never about you it is never about what you're eating, what you're doing, it is always about them because they're taking the way you're eating or what you're doing and turning it back and looking inside of themselves. Or they're not even looking, they're just commenting. And the one caveat I do want to say is 
you know these people who I'm talking about. I am not talking about like your sister or your cousin or someone you adore saying, oh my gosh, you're getting a second slice apple pie. I want one too. Can you get me one? There is a difference between that and ooh, you're having another slice of pie, right? We know the difference. So the the latter is what I am talking about. I don't want you walking into Thanksgiving and be like, no one can ask me about food at all whatsoever. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that before we move on. So again, no matter what intention we have or they have, we have to answer neutrally because people who don't have the best intentions, a lot of times they just want to rise right? They want to bring up something that you maybe don't want to talk about. They maybe want to make you uncomfortable or they feel uncomfortable and they want to project that onto others. So I'm going to talk about a really, really great way uh, towards the end of this episode as to keep your answers neutral and what to do to kind of like move things along. And now here is the next part. And this part is really, really hard because it requires us to have some self-reflection. I want you to ask yourself, why am I getting so triggered? Because there may be situations where someone wholeheartedly with full of love, kind of like what I said before, saying, oh, you're having a slice of apple pie. And you immediately go, yeah, what's wrong with me having a slice of apple pie, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden it's like we rebel eat and we have four slices of apple pie to prove them wrong, quote unquote. And we know that's not their intention. So we have to come at it as though, Why is this making me so upset? What is this uncovering about me? What has this maybe, is this bringing up any emotional trauma or something that has happened to me in the past? Or is this bringing up my insecurities and discomfort? And that's not easy to do. That takes a lot of emotional maturity. That takes a lot of just uncovering and recognizing where your thoughts go and if you get defensive and if you tend to snap. And believe me, I am not saying, you know, people can go around, say whatever they want, comment on you and whatever. But at the same time, we cannot control what other people say. We can only control the way we react. And the way we react is going to determine, do we move on? Do we let it go? Do we realize it's not really a big deal and that person just isn't happy with themselves? Or do we snap? Then do we drink excessively? And then do we eat three slices of apple pie and then bring it home and crush it on the couch when everyone's asleep because we're angry at that comment? Two different scenarios. We know which one we want, right? So we want to look into why am I getting so triggered? What is this uncovering about me? And how can I deal with this in a way where I don't let myself get triggered or I accept it and move on? So that's something that I think a lot of people don't talk about. And I think it's really, really important because when we are able and willing to take a look at ourselves, realize we aren't perfect, then that is how we grow. And that is how we move on. And that is how we learn to let things slide off our back, not hold grudges and not eat out of like anger or F you or like rebelling as if you're as if you're rebelling against someone else, right? Oh, I'll show you. I'm going to binge tonight, you know? And that's what we do. And I don't know why. And I say we because it was me too. So I think those are the two really important things. One, or I should say three. One, recognize it is not about you whatsoever. Whether it's something that you feel is good hearted, but you're unsure, or if it's not good hearted at all, it is not about you. And when you make it about you, that's when you don't act in a way that serves you. And then we want to see 
what you believe their intentions are, but either way, being able to kind of move forward because someone may seem like they have bad intentions, but it's actually good, right? Maybe they're saying, wow, you look great. I'm trying to get healthier. What, what are you doing? Because then it's like, Hey, you inspire me. I would love help. I'm going to open up my heart to you and tell you about my struggles. That is something that is good intended. And we know the other side. I don't think I really need to like dive into it here too much more. But then the next part, and again, the hardest part is asking himself, why am I getting so upset about this? What is this uncovering about me? And how can I move forward from that? Right? Or, hey, it's, wow, I'm getting so triggered because I remember the, you know, the past holidays when I would was growing up, my dad would always comment on my body or my mom would tell me to stop eating. And I was in like fifth grade, right? And then it's like, okay, well, I, that is something that I need to work through. And I need to be able to compartmentalize, recognize that, release that trauma, and then I'll be able to handle these situations so much differently. So now I want to talk about how to kind of deal with those comments because we're going to get them. And if, and again, you may have been someone who said them in the past, whether or not I think this is great and just any type of conversation that you do not want to have, I think this is a really, really great way to do it. So the first thing I want you to focus on is always being neutral, having a neutral response. So what I mean by that is someone says, wow, you're getting seconds and you just say, yeah, yeah, my love apple pie. That isn't a, yeah, what do you mean? Why can't, can I not have apple pie? Are you the food police, right? That's one way. Or, yeah, you know what? I followed my diet perfectly, so I think I deserve some. You can see how those have either a positive or negative connotation. You need to just keep it simple, be neutral. You do not owe anybody an explanation for what the heck you were eating on Thanksgiving or any other of the 364 days of the year. And then we want to spin the spin the tables, turn the tables. You know, Michael, uh, Michael Scott from The Office. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> we want to turn the tables on them and ask them about themselves because and obviously not like turning it around and saying what they said to you, but act, ask some genuine questions. So if someone says, wow, you're having a second piece of apple pie, say, yeah, I love apple pie. It's my favorite. How are your kids doing? Or are you traveling anywhere for the new year? Or how's work going? Because what that does is it doesn't have this hang up in the air where, okay, did I say something wrong? Did I say something right? Wow, I'm super defensive. It shows, it it almost forces you to change the conversation. So not only do you move the conversation along tangibly, right? You're actually talking about something different, but in your mind mentally, you are not holding on to what that person just said. You are not letting yourself second guess or dwell or, wow, they asked me if I have a slice of apple pie. Do they think I'm fat? Do they think I'm binging? Do they, you know, are they watching every single move I make? When you immediately change the conversation, answer neutrally, change the conversation and let them respond, you don't really have the time or honestly the mental capacity to Let that play over and over in your head. And now here's the thing. You're not going to be able to just let everything go. It's impossible. I'm still not able to do it. But at least you're not doing it in the moment and you're not letting it play in your head over and over and over. And if you do down the line, you're able to move on so much faster. Why? Because you're using the other tips in this episode, of course. You're recognizing, hey, whatever that person said, 
It's not about me. It has literally nothing to do with me. So again, just to recap, we all have food pushers. We all have people that are going to comment on our on our weight, on our clothes, what we're eating. Did we lose weight? Did we gain weight? And we want to walk away knowing that it has nothing to do with us. No matter what intentions they have, we only have control over what we say, what we do, and how we react. Figuring out why we may be triggered or why we may be so upset and working on that rather than just lashing out. Because then all it does is turn on you. Then we turn to the food because we are so upset. And again, going in with a neutral response and changing the subject in a way where they want to continue the conversation is a great way to get out of it. So if you haven't noticed, this episode is dropping the Monday before Thanksgiving. So I just want to say very quickly that I am so beyond grateful. I am not going to lie. And I think I said this in the first episode, I was terrified to start a podcast and I have just been shown so much love, support, grace. And the biggest thing that I see in the reviews is that there is someone who finally understands. That's what I'm reading. You all say, and I, at the end of the day, I just try to be the person that I wish I had when I was struggling. So the fact that I can be this for you in my realest self. And when I say that, I mean, Um, laying in my closet recording this episode in sweatshirt, in sweatpants. I just want to say I am so grateful for you. My heart explodes thinking of how many people tune in, listen, review, and I am going to keep showing up for you because I am so honored that you are here. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Can't wait for next week's episode. And if you are interested, please, 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 I have an incredible new training up. You can check that out at kellylwellness.com slash EG workshop. And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to the Food Freedom Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review or share on your Instagram stories. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to follow me at Kelly L Wellness. Send me a DM to say hi and tell me your thoughts on the episode. See you next time.